Well, God is good. It's, it's good to be here with you today. And uh, so I'm always excited when I can share uh, God's Word. And so I appreciate you guys. I, I love my family. And I love my wife. And is everything okay? Okay, let's go. Praise the Lord. Let us pray before we get started, okay? Uh, Father God, I just thank you, Lord, for, Lord God, this moment in time right now. God, we are all here today because, Lord, you have led us this way. And God, I, we love you so much and, and we praise you for being in our lives. God, we are, we are excited about what you're doing in each of our lives. Lord, we're excited about our church. And uh, thank you, Lord, for putting us all together. So, Lord, as I uh, bring forth your word today, I would pray, Lord, that you would saturate my mind right now in Jesus. Oh, God, that you would uh, wash out anything that doesn't need to come forth. But, God, that you would only bring forth the words, Lord, that you would have today. So, Lord, uh, fill me, Lord, with your anointing. And, Lord, uh, fill me with your spirit so that I may do the task that you've asked me to do today. In the name of Jesus, amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. My wife, would you bring me my water? See how good that works. Uh, I want to talk to you today about um, renewing our minds. Uh, that's, Pastor Lucas almost got on that last week. He started talking a little bit, and he's already stole one of my sermons one time, so I was getting with him, picky with him. I said, he better not do it. So anyways, I think the Lord stopped him, and uh, so I want to try to, to, to bring that forth today. You know, I want you to know that um, every person has a mind. Amen? Each and every one of us have a mind. God has given us all a mind. We all have a, a natural minds, and, and our natural minds are weak. Now, I'll be the first to say that. In the natural, my mind is very weak. So that's why I have to have a spiritual mind and the mind of Christ. And so that's what I want to talk to you about today. Uh, uh, renewing our minds. And, uh, you know, our minds are controlled by everything that we do. Amen? They are controlled. How, they, they control the things that we do. Our mind also uh, how we live. Everything that's in your mind, how you live, what we do. And also, I also believe that our mind also determines our destination. Amen? I really believe that with all my heart. If you will, turn your Bibles this morning to uh, Romans chapter 8. Let's start out in Romans chapter 8. Okay. Chapter 8, verse 5. Those who live according to the sinful nature have their mind set on what the nature desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their mind set on what the Spirit desires. The mind of a sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. Praise the Lord. The sinful mind is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please God. You, however, are controlled not by the sinful nature, but by the Spirit, if the Spirit of God lives in you. If anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin. Yet your spirit is alive because of righteousness. And the last verse, 11. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you and is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit. Praise the Lord. So that kind of sums that part up, I think, because 
without Jesus Christ living our lives, we are living off basically where we're in the natural. Amen? And the natural is you were thinking off of our minds. And so in the natural, sin is easy. It is. In the natural, whatever you think and whatever you see in this world, um, it just comes natural that you just do whatever a lot of times. Of course, we have corrections. I believe we also have uh, where, what is it, uh, we feel like maybe I'm prompted by uh, myself, I guess, maybe telling me in my mind saying, don't do this, don't do that. But I tell you, without Christ in your lives, we're living basically off the natural. And so we're just what we want to talk about today because it's easy to sin. And uh, it's easy to uh, be distracted. Hallelujah. You can really be distracted unless you're, you have the mind of Christ. And I'll show you how easy it is uh, to, to, I guess, get off track if we're not steadfast on Jesus Christ. Now I want you to look back at, all the way back to Genesis 3. Going to the very first book of the Bible. Amen. Now, here in Genesis 3, we know that the earth has just been created. Hallelujah. Just been created, the whole earth, planet, stars, the moon, the waters, everything you see. And then by the time God creates man and woman in chapter 3, let's look what happens. Temptations and many things that are earth are easy to distract our minds. Everything works off our minds. You're controlled completely by your minds. Look in uh, chapter 3, verse 1. It says, Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. Uh, he said to the woman, he says, Did God really say you must not eat from the, any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say... You must not eat from the tree that is in the middle of the garden. And you must not touch it or you will die. Hallelujah. In verse 4, he says, You will not surely die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat of, its, eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw the fruit from the tree, that it was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom. She took some of it, and she ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were open, and they realized that they were naked, so they sewed fig leaves together and made a covering of themselves. So in the garden at the cool of the day, they hid and from, the, from the Lord God among the trees in the garden. So, but the Lord God called to the man. He says, where are you? And he answered, I heard you in the garden. And I was afraid because I was naked and I hid. <clears throat> and he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I have commanded you not to eat from? And the man said, the woman you put here with me. <laughs> the woman you put here with me. He said, she gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate it. Does this sound familiar to anybody? And verse 13 says, and then the Lord God said to the woman, what is this that you have done? And the woman said, the serpent deceived me, and I ate it. So the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, basically curse you will be, and you will be on the ground and crawl the rest of your life. See how easy it can be? 
lot of times we hear the, uh, something in our mind, or we even from the evil one, the devil, or whatever, we hear about it, and we know better, right? We always know better. We all got a conscience. And so if we have the conscience, and I don't know if the conscience and the Holy Spirit can be compatible to the same thing or not, but I know we have a conscience, and I know that we have the Holy Spirit. So we, when, when the evil one comes, he'll, he'll bring an evil thought in your mind. Now, what you do with it is going to determine if you're going to let him take control of that, of that thought or not. And if you do it and you sin, then, well, you've let the, the, the devil win. Amen? So what happened in this situation was the earth was just created. They're the first two people. Now, did God not speak to her and say, Do not eat of the tree in the center of the garden? Of course he did. God speaks to us a lot of times, tells us not to do things. And we hear him. And guess what? Sometimes it doesn't take, take much persuading for us to change our mind. Just like the serpent came to her, and so now she's going to eat the fruit in the garden. I mean, that's pretty easy, wasn't it? I bet the devil was smiling on her. Man, that's pretty cool. All I had to do is just say, eat it, and uh, it's just going to make you smarter. So then after she eats it, she gives it to Adam. Of course, I bet the first thing Adam said, no, nah, I have nothing to do with that. Uh-uh, God done told me if I eat that apple or if I eat the fruit in the center of the garden, I'm going to die. So I can see him right now. No way, uh-uh, not going to do that. But then all of a sudden, I ate some. Why can't you eat it? And what's he do? Then he eats it. So I think we've been paying for that ever since. Amen. Well, we have because some of these thoughts, it's easy. I'm talking about it's hard sometimes to, to, to live a life and you say, I want to be sin free. And it's, it's basically impossible. But when Jesus comes in your lives, man, he can erase all that. And then when you live, he wants to wash everything away even when we fall short. So that's what we're going to talk about, renewing our minds. But you see how easy it is. Now, let's go back to uh, Romans chapter uh, 12. Let's kick back to 12. Romans chapter 12. So it's kind of like I was thinking about that when I was seeing how easy temptation can be. I remember when... uh, Sometimes go in the gas station, you know, you get gas and you think about, you think about a Snickers bar. And I said, man, I'm going to go and get me a Snickers bar. So I went in there and, you know, sometimes they got these giant king sizes. Well, I didn't want the king size. And so as I'm looking at it, I'm like, I don't really want the king size. Then I said, you know what, that'll probably be all right. And then so anyways, I got to really thinking about it. So I really don't need it. And so I put it back. And so I said, well, I'm going to get me something to drink anyways. So I go back to get something to drink and, well, I looked at a Diet Coke. I said, man, that Diet Coke's all right. It has no calories. So I started thinking, well, if I get the Diet Coke, I can have the Snickers. (laughs) Amen. You just wash those calories right away. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Y'all laughing because y'all have done the same thing. (laughs) Amen. And God can forgive you for that. So we're going to look in chapter 12, Romans chapter 12, verse 1. And it says, therefore, I urge you, brothers, I must say, and sisters, in the view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. And he said, this is your spiritual act of worship. Here we go. Number two, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Anybody hear that? Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Praise the Lord. So he's saying, don't conform any longer to the pattern of the world. 
Do you know that the pattern of the world where it is today? Has anybody uh, just walked outside? Has anybody turned the TV on and watched the news? The pattern of this world is corrupt. I'm just going to be right honest with you. If, if right now, if I didn't have Jesus, I, don't, I, don't, I, wouldn't probably, I know I wouldn't be standing here. Of course, I wouldn't have him here. But if I didn't have Jesus, I don't think I could even live my life. Because the pattern of the world is so corrupt. And you know, it's easy to, to fall and, and get in the flow of the world. Because the world, just, it, it will suck you in and it can draw you along. In it. And if you don't know the difference, or if you don't have the power of the Holy Spirit living in your life, it's easy to get sucked right into the current of life itself. And I tell you, it's hard to even watch the news sometimes. If you, I like to watch it just because I think the more I see it, I keep thinking, well, it ain't going to be long, Jesus is coming back. I probably say that every, every Sunday at 6. I mean, every day at 6. It ain't going to be long, Jesus is coming back. But it's the truth. My daughter, she says, I don't watch the news because she gets so depressed. And I said, why not? She said, because all of life, it looks like it's depressed. So I don't want to see it. And I said, you know what? That's a good thing. That's a good thing because I don't want her getting depressed looking at the things of the world. And you think about the times that we're living in. We're talking about ISIS and all these things. Now, how can somebody's mind be so far away that they can believe that it's good to just join up with a group to kill innocent people? That's where the world is. Amen? And we see crime and we see things every day that is unbelievable. Murders and deaths and things. It's getting worse and it's getting worse. But the problem is... Like with the people shooting these innocent children and things. How can somebody do that in the natural and the right mind of man? You can't. You can't do something that cruel and that horrible unless your mind is in the wrong place. Or unless you've been tricked by the serpent or the evil one. Amen? Somebody had to influence you or you, had to, you were influenced by the devil. You were influenced by somebody to do something that crazy. But that's where the world is today. And thank God for Christian people. Amen? And we need more Christian people. We need more people on our team. Hallelujah. But thank God, because if it, was, if it wasn't for the Christian people today, it, I think this would have already been over. This world would have probably already been destroyed because people would have killed each other, and it would have been over. So, so it's what he says. He says, in the right mind, what did he say? He said, do not conform any longer to the pattern of the world. But I like where he says, transform by the renewing of your mind. See, Paul, he, Paul even had struggles. I love to read about old Paul and Paul speaking right now. Paul had struggles. Remember what he said one time? He says, you know what? I, I, I find myself doing the things basically that I'm not supposed to be doing. And I find it hard not to do the things that I'm not supposed to be doing. So he was back and forth. He was battling because he, the things he should be doing, it was hard to do. The things he shouldn't be doing, it was easy to do. So you ever feel that way? I do. So I, I, I test to Paul sometimes. I'm like, why? But that's why it's important for us to understand it's a daily thing, and I really believe that with all my heart. Renewing your mind is a thing that you have to do yourself. Nobody else can do it for you, and you've got to have the desire and want to do it. So what gives you to that desire and what makes you want to do it is the connection and the Holy Spirit that's living in you, that's prompting you to always do good things, to always do what's right, to always do what's loving. So it's a complete different thing. And that's what God does. He transforms our mind. You know that when you're born, every time that you're born again, a person's born again, God already at that time, he, he, he goes ahead and transforms your mind. He fills your lives with the Holy Spirit. because So you can't live without the Holy Spirit in your life. I can promise you that. And he's also said that your body is the temple of the Spirit. Hallelujah. 
So thank you, Holy Spirit, for living in my life. So if it wasn't for Him and the Holy Spirit, there's no way that you could absolutely, there's no way you could make it. So when he says, I'm going to read that, when he says, renewing your mind. Do you like the way he put ing on the end of it? All you school teachers in here, y'all know what ing means. It means that if you, after you renewed it once, he's trying to tell you we got to renew it over and over and over and over again. Hallelujah. Because today everything might be going right, but wait till tomorrow comes. It's waiting for you outside the doors. Lord, I had a dream one time, and, the, and the, the, the Lord was showing me everything was going so smooth. It was like I was in, on, on the ocean, and it was calm, and it was smooth, and the breeze was blowing. And I was like, boy, this is so wonderful. Look how good this feels, and look how calm and beautiful it is. And then the Lord showed me the destruction that's about to happen. And then what I'm saying, that was destruction. That was an attack that was actually coming on me. See, sometimes God will pre-warn you and show you things that only He can do. But you have time to be prepared. So you could, you, we all got to battle the enemy. If you don't, if you don't fight the devil, you're going to lose. But God said He's given you, giving you the power and authority to overcome all the power of the enemy. And that's what we got to know as Christians in our minds. We have the power and the authority to overcome all. Did everybody get that all? See, there's key words here. All the power. Renewing. Hallelujah. So, whatever happens today, whatever happens tomorrow, if you, if you have to renew your mind, we need to go to Jesus. We need to ask Him, Lord, take this away from me. Or, Lord, fill me with your power and your strength. Help me to get this out of my life. If there's something in your life that's holding you back from God, the same thing. you got to go to God. Only you can do it. So your pastor wants to pray for you and be there with you, but he can't do everything for you that you have to do. You've got to take authority, and you've got to do it yourself. Even like this renewing your mind, you have to be the one to go to God to renew your mind. And I like that, that he, we're able to be able to renew it. See, I know that sometimes I can remodel somebody's house. I can take an old house, I don't care how old it is, and if I spend enough time and do enough stuff to it, I can make it look brand new. You can't even tell, I'll guarantee you sometimes, that that house has been there a long time. It'll look brand new. But you know what's so funny about it? After a short little while, maybe a year or two or whatever, you start looking, well, now the carpet's getting dirty. We need to replace the carpet already. Then to touch up paint on the outside, the paint starts flaking and getting dirty. Well, now it's time to paint again. And then a few more years later, well, the roof has got to be redone. Now I need new shingles. That's the way we are in our mind. Things come. We see things. We hear things. And, and things happen around us. And all this stuff is absorbing in our minds. Hallelujah. Your mind is just like a sponge. Everybody knows what a sponge is. If I took a sponge and I, I soaked it in dirty water or whatever I put it in, when I picked that sponge out of there, everything that I put it in is inside of that sponge. Is that not right? So I had to take it, when I squeeze it out, I can see the things that went in that sponge. Our mind is a sponge. Like I said, everything we see, everything we hear, everything around us, it, it saturates in our minds. And we constantly, as the Word says, we constantly have to renew our mind in Jesus. It's a constant thing. Now, if you don't do it, we can walk around, we can be beat up by the enemy. Amen? You ever seen... I call them, uh, well, I think a lot of people do, sour Christians. 
Yep, I'm saved. I belong to Jesus. Yep, yep. No, don't talk to me. I don't want to talk to you. They're just upset about everything. Everything in the world. You can be a sour Christian or you can be a happy Christian. You can be a, a worrisome Christian or you can be a Christian that, that you don't even want to live. I've seen Christians that have, everybody can have issues and there may be health problems, there may be whatever it may be, but I'm going to tell you, when, you, when you go to God and you ask God to help you with your mind, renew your mind, He'll help you. And you've got to trust Him. A lot of times we might not see it right that minute, but you've got to trust God to come through for you. And I promise you, He will every time. He always does. He'll never forsake you and He'll never leave you. But if we're not careful, we can get... I remember one time I, I never had suffered with depression any in my whole life. I never knew what it was like to be depressed. And people would talk about being depressed... And I could tell they were, but I didn't know how they felt. I didn't know what they were going through. But there was a time in my life where I got in, uh, de- depressed. And, uh, of course, the doctor was like, I can give you some medication. And I was like, but I don't understand. I've never been depressed. But I just had a lot of stuff I was going through, and I fell in depression. And uh, but I remember saying, man, I hate how I feel. I, it was so miserable, in that, but I just hated how I felt. And so the Lord spoke to me and said, uh, it's up to you. Where you are. And I said, why? And God said, it's up to you. Are you going to live in this or not? And I said, no, God, I don't want to live in this. And so as I prayed, the Lord, I'm telling you, it was instant. God broke the depression off of me. And it was instant. But where my mind is, I was kind of, I was living in it. You know what I'm saying? I, did, I really didn't know how to get out of it, even though I knew the Word of God. But I was, I don't know if I was too lazy or what I was doing. But I was just saturated in depression. And I stayed with it. But it was horrible. But I remember when God spoke to me. And, and it, I'm telling you, it was instant when he did it. And I praise him for that because I hated the way I felt. But so a lot of things in our minds, it can, everything that you do, it, it, it's, it's transferred from how you're thinking. Are you thinking negative or are you thinking positive? Amen. The old saying, lemons are lemonade. You ever had a lemon in your life? Don't nobody be looking over at your wife and your husband. But if you ever had a lemon in your life, I, I see, I love to eat lemons. I'll slice them up and I'll eat them. I like them that way. Uh, but they are sour. And then when you add a little sugar and a little bit of water, man, you got something delicious. Pastor Lucas makes the best lemonade in the world. I'm telling you. But it's good isn't it, when you add a little sugar to it. But see, everything in life, and like I said, today, if you don't have any concerns, any problems, it's out there. It's out there. But you got to take the negative. you got to take the bad. you got to take the horrible things. you got to take everything that maybe you might be facing. And you really got to go to the Lord. you got to spend some time with the Lord on your knees. And just talk to God. You know, He knows everything about you. And He already knows your thoughts before you think. So you might as well level it down and tell Him everything. Have you ever cried out to God? I have cried out to God. I have actually screamed out to God. Cried out to God in desperate need. And guess what? He shows up every time. And my mind, my mind gets cluttered and, and I think about things. And, and uh, my wife would always say, she'd say you need to sing. And that helps a lot, spiritual songs. When you get your mind all cluttered up. But if you're not careful, what happens is if, we, if we're not renewing our minds daily or we're not renewing them as much as we need to do it, before you know it, we just, we just, we're just flowing along and we're just going along. And what the enemy does, what the enemy tries to do is, you ever heard of anybody backslide? And one of the reasons they backslide is because they haven't renewed their mind and they've gotten so cluttered up 
with the negativity and in the things of the world and their life. And they just can't keep on, uh, they can't keep on going. They just, it's easier just not to do anything. And let me tell you what, when you're not doing anything, you're going backwards. You're going backwards. And God don't want us to go backwards. So we need to go to God. God, renew my mind. Refresh my mind. So, like I said, it's like a sponge. The only time, until our mind's renewed from God, here's what I thought. It says, only when your mind's renewed from God and when the Holy Spirit, here's what the Holy Spirit does. He renews. Amen? He re-educates. We get re-educated. He also, He redirects our lives. And that's when we can be transformed. See, I know that when I, when I need to be redirected, I know when I need to be redirected. So, and I know, God, you need to redirect me. But that's what He does. You create your mind, but He refresh your mind, and He'll change all those things out. But it needs to be done daily. Because without Christ and a clean and a fresh mind, well, guess what? You'll never be in peace. Why do you think there's so many uh, suicides and so many things nowadays? People don't have peace. And only Jesus Christ brings peace. Only He brings peace. But you'll never have joy. Complete joy. When you have the joy of the Lord in your life, and you're flowing in that joy of the Lord, there's nothing like it. See, your joy brings the happiness. The Lord brings peace, and He brings joy, and then all of a sudden, here comes happiness. There's a lot of people in this world that's just not happy. There's a lot of people in this world that's saved that's just not happy. And they've got to get that from the Lord. And He's got to work with them so they can be happy. I love being happy. I'm a happy person. I hope you all know that. But I love being happy because you feel good when you're happy. And guess what? When you're happy, other people want to be around you. Right? So but the, the, the back side of that is I guess if you know somebody that ain't happy and you're happy, you need to spend some time with them so maybe they can get happy. Sometimes. But that happiness comes when you feel got the joy. And the, the, the Bible says, the joy of the Lord is my salvation. You'll never uh, have the true love. And you'll never, ever be able to give out true love. And that's what we need, to be giving out true love. I love people. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done in your life or whatever. I love people. And I love you. Jesus gave me that. I didn't have that before, but when I got it, Jesus gave it to me. So I love people. And I have people say, well, how can you say that or, or act like you love that person? Do you remember what they did? You remember that? I don't care. I love the person. I might not love what they've done, but I love the person. And, and you can love somebody when you, when you look past all of our failures. If y'all knew how many times I've flopped and popped and failed, nobody in here would love me. And I know y'all love me. Amen. You got to look past the weaknesses and the failures of a person. Everybody, if you think about it, everybody's kind of just like you. We just got another flesh on us and our minds are different. But we're all people. We're God's children. And He loves us. And He looks past all that. He looks past all of that. And I praise God that He looked past it when He looked past me. But since I have Him... Do I have to do some things? Yeah. I have to keep my mind renewed, and I have to keep it renewed daily. And I want you to be able to do the same. 
So I say it's, it's between you and the Lord, and, and everybody's, it's, you got your own life. The Bible says you got your own salvation. But having that freedom of, of being able to uh, feel refreshed in the Lord and not let the enemy beat you up and the enemy drag you off just like, a, I guess, a coyote. You know about coyote hunts? They'll kill what they want to kill, but they'll always drag it off somewhere else to eat it. That's about what Satan does. He does everything he can to destroy us. But guess what? He's a liar. And he can't win because we belong to Jesus. And I thank God that he can renew us and he can renew us daily. So whatever state you're in, day can be a day that you can be changed. If you know the Lord, maybe you've been weighed down or whatever. But see, like I said, we need to refresh our mind every day. It's every day. Can the praise and worship team come up? It's every day. And I want Pastor Lucas. Pastor Lucas, will you come up too? So, I've been in my life a lot of times where I thought, well, God can't even hear me today. Amen. I've been in my, in my mind a lot of times. I'm like, there's no way that the Lord's even going to uh, listen to me. I've been in, in, in times in my mind where I was like, I felt like I wanted to hide from God. See, what, when Adam and Eve sinned, she knew because God already told her, didn't you can't do that. And guess what? Just a little bit of temptation. Just that simple. And she did it. So then she tempts and tells Adam. And then Adam says, well, I know better than that too. That's what happens, y'all. We do it all the time. You did it, I can do it. Or whatever it may be. And then all of a sudden, you see what happens. And then they blame it on each other. Blame it on the devil. They blame it on each other. It's not a blaming game. Hallelujah. But God, they had to hide from God because they knew they sinned. A lot of times in my life, I hid from God. I was, I was, I was my part. I was the one that was separating myself from God. Because I knew that I had sinned. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to be able to even be shown or seen with God. I had to hide from Him. So that's mine. But God was always there. I want you to know today, God is always here. And He's always going to be there for you. Wherever you are in your life. We all, sometimes we think we know one another. Maybe sometimes we do, we don't. But God knows you. He knows what you need. He knows everything about you. He knows, he knows tomorrow. He knows the next day. And God wants to lift you up. And God wants to, to keep you. And He wants to keep you. But He wants to bless your day and every day. This has been a presentation of Coastal Vineyard Church, a community of faith, hope, and love. For more information on who we are and how you can support future podcasts, visit us on the web at www.coastalvineyard.org. Come to the sea